this whole argument that's happening is is so amusing to me because on the one hand, like the reason that the chamber is able to say that there's that there's a problem here and then attribute it to those workers who are just living high on the hog of <laughs> unemployment insurance, which we're going to get into in a second, is, is just utter, utter bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's utter bullshit because if you can be rehired by the employer who laid you off, um, they, they say come back and you don't come back like in most places. That means you no longer, if you refuse to, you no longer qualify for those benefits. You, you then have effectively in the logic of the system quit your job. So then you don't right. qualify for those benefits anymore. So this idea that people are like using the benefits to like avoid going back to work for the same employer, that, that's insane uh, because you lit- literally cannot do that uh, in most cases. The other aspect of it that's just nuts is that the reason that the chamber can say anything about this at all is that there was a projection by economists some time ago that by now there would be a million jobs added to the economy. Yeah. There were only 266,000 roughly. Yeah, that's now, those, are, those are the expectations that B was referencing. Yeah, exactly. So like you have to think about this. How much do economists really know and can they really bake in about vaccination rates and about the spread of the virus and about cases and so on and so on? Very little. And like you can see this in the level of uncertainty in the estimates of uh, economists that the Fed in Philadelphia does a like survey of economists and, and like what their projections for jobs in the next you know, some number of months is and like the statistical error is just all over the map because guess what? <laughs> Economists are pretty fucking shitty at thinking about public health and they always have been. And that's added to the uncertainty. So this except for this Emily idea Oscar, that, she's really she's an economist. She's <laughs> <laughs> it's just excellent on public health. She's I'm, not exactly. an economist. She's I'm a kidding. god. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Walking so like, among they us. took away her economist degree and they gave, gave her, her uh, they gave her a public health uh, <laughs> crown really <laughs> exactly a scepter they give yeah, the scepter exactly so like the only reason that anybody can say anything is because economists made a dumb projection right that, like was never going to be matched in reality and now it's like things are doing a little bit worse and they have to find a scapegoat that's not <clears throat> surprise the economists and so of course because of the uh sort of symbolic moral economy that we live in they're going to go to the workers. And so like, it's just, to me, just is, is like reflective of the entire history of the system in itself. Right. I mean, I have to say, first of all, I, I completely love this entire discourse, partially because it's the kind of thing where, you know, it, it's one of those things where like one statistic comes out and you see uh, just a bunch of people fall like goddamn lemmings or something right off the mm-hmm, cliff. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's a thing, uh, I shared with the both of you that's like Ryan Lizza, you know, <laughs> like saying, for example, like this is the this is the first time we've seen uh, Republicans actually get like a really good hit in on the Biden economic agenda, showing that actually maybe in fact, uh, I'm 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 completely paraphrasing this, but it's like you know one of these things where it's like yeah maybe in fact uh, it maybe the economy is overheating because of all of this uh, quote unquote social spending, but no, like. Okay, obviously there's there's a, there's a lot of different ways to tackle this, but let's assume let's even assume that there is, 
you know, a, a labor shortage, which always is something that I think much like how we've made fun of how like uh, threats of capital flight are always just completely specious. And it's just, you know, it's uh, it's corporations doing um uh, like, uh, doing like crocodile tears or something mm-hmm. saying, saying, you know, if you don't, uh, lower our corporate tax rate, we're going to have to leave the state. And then or just if you make us nothing. classify our workers as workers and not contractors, then Uber right. will leave California. Yeah, exactly. But okay. So let's assume that there actually is, let, let's assume for a second let's that imagine. there actually Put is. Put on a, your imagining goggles. Okay. If I was worried about a labor market shortage or like a labor shortage, or if I was worried about filling positions in, I want to be specific, they're talking about low wage jobs, right? Right. I was really worried about a shortage of people willing to work low wage jobs. I would simply not let a novel virus decimate a population of people predominantly (laughs) poor. To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes. And be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.